Welcome back to Passionate Oral Talk Radio, the world in your hands, and amfm247.com. Cool your heels with Lillian, heard every Tuesday evening from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. And today our special guest is Dave Tamar, and he's going to be talking about schools and the LGBTQ community. So good morning, Dave. How are you doing? Uh, great. Thank you for having me again, Lillian. Pleasure to be here. Well, the thing of the matter is, I think that when it comes to the transgender, gays, homosexuals, it's very difficult to really talk about them for whatever the reason. Our country still has this little, they haven't come out of the closet with everybody else. Very true. And so I know it's part of my duty to really try to turn the world upside down and inside out. Absolutely. So let's begin. What kind of schools would you recommend for these folks? Well, I mean, you know, the first thing is it's about the kind of experience that you want to have at college. So, you know, for for any student, uh, you know, whatever your background, whatever your orientation, you do want to start by choosing a college that reflects your experience. So start with something that's in your range, uh, affordability-wise, and start with something that is big if you want a big school and small if you want a small school. Uh, but from there, uh, if you are an LGBTQ student, you know, I think one of the top priorities has to be inclusiveness. And you want a school that has, you know, not just a positive record on inclusiveness, but, you know, explicit stated policies of protection, uh, and, and meaningful, well-staffed uh, LGBTQ resource centers, uh, a visible and active academic and community life for LGBTQ students. Uh, these are all features that uh, you need to look for because they may reflect how accepting the community is and how much of an opportunity you'll have to connect with others. And I think that the students who are going to apply or maybe they're going to be looking for a transfer, this is something that you really need to be aware of, not so much also for the community in which you're going to find yourself, but also for the respect and dignity from the professors. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and I think, you know, one of, the thing, one of the things that you can look for that's very tangible and may tell you a lot, uh, A, uh, is, is there a faculty where there are uh, LGBTQ individuals represented working as professors? Uh, is there uh, literature uh, and, and books that are part of the curriculum that also reflect that experience? Uh, does, the, does the school have a meaningful and strong set of queer gender feminist studies? Uh, how, how robust are those programs and, and the identity of that community on campus? Uh, that can be very telling. So, you know, you could actually learn quite a bit by looking at just the course catalog of the school. And, and that may tell you, uh, you know, whether you're coming to a place where that experience is understood and shared. And not only that, you also have to look around and see what the surrounding community, because a lot of these schools are not always in city dwellings, because in the city things are a little bit different, the attitudes. But some of these campuses are set in the country. For example, the University of New Hampshire is in Durham. Well, maybe this city has grown, but the last time I was out there, it was still pretty quiet. And sure. 
you need to be very careful for example like Chicago my husband went to the University of Chicago and he fared for his life even then in that community mm-hmm. that surrounded the college campus yeah you know I mean that is an absolutely critical factor and I'm glad you brought it up because you know one of the things that that should be topmost of concern for you is you know what region are you going to find yourself in what is the community like what is the record that that local law enforcement has for on one hand dealing with cases of discrimination are they taken seriously or are they not and b how discriminatory might the local law enforcement itself be uh, and are you coming to a place where if you leave campus to go shopping or to go to a restaurant, you're going to feel uncomfortable and unsafe? Uh, more than that, even, you know, we're living in a time under under Donald Trump in particular, where there's a lot of authority being handed to states. And what that you know usually means, depending on your political philosophy, is that states get a lot more freedom to discriminate. And I think we've seen that in, in the area of, uh, of bathroom bills uh, in particular, where, uh, you know, I think South Carolina may have been the uh, first state to attempt to put on the books a ban on multi-use bathrooms, uh, you know, which is explicitly discriminatory to transgendered students and, you know, universities. As a result, in states like that, they have absolutely no obligation and, in fact, may, you know, find themselves with the with a legal obligation to not provide those kinds of facilities uh, to make people feel comfortable, and uh, you know, not to not to get in the weeds, but when you see uh, the the abortion bills that are coming out in uh, you know places like Alabama and Georgia, states have the power to create these discriminatory laws now, and uh, and for LGBTQ students, this has to be foremost of concern. Yes, and the other thing too, if if you're looking for financial aid or something like that. Formally, you could look at some of the military programs that were being offered, ROTC, joining the reserves, going into the um, Marine, not the Marine Corps, there was on the water, I forget what it's called, Merchant Marines. But you have to be careful now because he has certainly made it plainly understood that he thinks less of you because you are different than a normal person, except that these days it's very difficult to try to decipher between normal and abnormal, especially in terms of mental health. But you should know that there are other ways of getting uh, grant money and other types of support out there for you. But if you do are really set in getting involved in some kind of the reserve or the merchant marines, please find out what your rights are and talk it over with your counselor over at this college. I mean, talk to somebody before you even apply for the school because that's their job in the administration office to let you know exactly where your sources of income may come from. Maybe they have a work-study program right on campus that you can take advantage of. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, uh, at the best schools, we, you know, these new resources that we've created uh, just to help LGBTQ students navigate the process of choosing a school, um, we definitely encourage you to look into scholarships that are specifically earmarked for your experience or your background, uh, because there's a lot out there, and that's something that you should do exhaustively when you're looking to pay for college. Um, 
And just another point I want to mention in terms of choosing the right community and, and how the laws are changing. Um, you know, one of the things that has happened so quietly, uh, it's no secret that Betsy DeVos is, gets an F minus on inclusion, especially for LGBTQ students. Um, and, and everybody, I think, knows what her background is and, and the discriminatory things that she supported. Uh, so she's also overseen a really aggressive contraction of the resources at the Department of Education and a huge target has been the Office of Civil Rights, uh, which is housed in the Department of Education. And it's been, you know, sharp cuts of personnel and a, a lot of sort of shuttling grievance cases over discrimination uh, to either be immediately or delayed because there aren't the, the personnel to handle the cases. But the, the long and short of this effect is that this is the primary office that is meant to handle grievances of discrimination against colleges and universities uh, and, and public schools as well. And uh, this office is basically being uh, being shrunk to the point of non-existence. So for LGBTQ students, it is actually getting much harder to make claims of, of discrimination that will actually ever be heard by anybody. So what this means is we really want to choose a school that has a good, strong record and explicitly stated policies of inclusion and non-discrimination uh, so that at the very least, if you find yourself confronted by it, you know that your university is going to be held accountable within its own walls because the Department of Education won't do it. So when you're in high school, whether you're in junior or senior, you really do need to sit down with your guidance counselor. Correct. And find the correct schools or the right schools that are going to be there for you specifically. Mm -hmm. And it may not be in the main USA. It may be in Puerto Rico. It may be in Hawaii. It may be in Alaska. You don't know that, but open yourself up geographically to the possibilities. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, so one of the things that we specialize at at the best schools is online colleges and what that experience can represent. And so, you know, we uh, we provided a list of, of a dozen schools that we feel. So we, we combined our rankings of best online schools with Campus Pride, which is a, a tremendous advocacy organization. They're partnered with four, 1,400 schools, um, and they have. Uh, what we consider to be, you know, some of the some of the uh, best vetted lists of inclusivity uh, among universities. So uh, we basically merged our findings with theirs to come up with the online schools that were likely to have the most inclusive community. So what this represents for students is the ability to access a school that may be more inclusive than the community or region that they're living in. So you know, counterpoint to all this negativity and risk of discrimination is that that access could actually take somebody living in a more isolated environment for somebody of their experiences and, and give them direct access to communities. and. They've just suggested and talk to them and discuss which ones would have the best type of, again, courses, online, excuse me, on campus, off campus support. You do not ever want to put yourself in a position where you feel threatened. Yep, and you, and you shouldn't have to feel alone either. Or alone, um, yes. You know, you're, you know there's, 
so you, at this juncture, it's you know some 10% of students who identify uh, as LGBTQ. This is a, a sizable, robust, and healthy population that, that deserves visibility. Uh, so you know, finding a community where you can have that kind of visibility. You may want an experience where you get involved in that community, or you may just want an experience where you can be yourself and not have to worry about it. Uh, it's, it's true, the first step should be to talk to your guidance counselor, uh, and hopefully you're in an environment that's supportive enough that you can do this, um, which you know, may not always be true. Uh, but if you, if you feel that you can speak to your guidance counselor and make it clear exactly what kind of experience you want to have at college, um, it, it is important to sort of hammer that out at, uh, up front so that you can choose wisely. Absolutely. And the other thing is, if your parents have been there supporting you, sit down and find out what they suggest. If your parents are supportive, they may have some ideas for you as well. And one of the ideas may be also to go to go uh, to go to college abroad, because yeah, you should not um, deny yourself the opportunity to going to a good school. And good schools don't always mean the United States. That is true. Yeah. No. Uh, you know. Listen. Uh, we. You know, we advise honestly choosing an experience that feels right for you because college costs an awful lot of money. And, you know, you don't want to get to the end of that experience with a tremendous amount of debt and wonder why you did it. Absolutely. And the other thing I think that Dave may bring up is don't let anybody talk you out of anything that you feel would be a good fit for you and you believe that you'll do well there. Yeah, that's right. You know, like I said, you know, the the idea of inclusiveness is important, but what every student wants out of that experience, you know, whether whether their LGBTQ identity is something that they want to be a part of their, you know, recreational life or whether they want it to be part of their academic life or not, um, you know, these are these are things that are up to you no matter what your background is and no matter uh, what discrimination you may face, uh, you know, it's at the end of the day, every student has to choose the experience that's right for them. Absolutely. So what would you suggest would be the first thing for a student who are in a junior or senior year of high school that they need to do? Let's give them some kind of an action plan. Well, I would say start by finding somebody that you feel comfortable and safe um, and, and who is trusted to have a conversation with about the kind of school that you want to find yourself at. Uh, you know, hopefully it is a guidance counselor. Hopefully you do have the support from parents. Um, but if you don't, uh, there are a lot of a lot of national organizations and international organizations that exist to support you through this exact process. Uh, you know, Campus Pride is a great place to start because uh, if you don't have advocacy close by and you don't have somebody that you can speak to that's accessible, this can feel like a very lonely and isolating process. Uh, but there are, there are uh, tons of students out there who are going through the exact same experience of how do I choose and who can I talk to about it. So, you know, do not be afraid to begin contact with these kinds of organizations because you know, they, they, may, they may also be really good friends to you throughout your college experience. So uh, start now. Uh, you know, reach out and, and whether that means you get involved in, in, a, in a local chapter on your campus 
or do you just take advantage of that resource so that you can understand and have some support and find a school that represents what you're looking for? Uh, but if you don't have uh, somebody you can speak to close by, uh, you're not alone. Go go online and look for, for student organizations that support people of your experience and just make sure that you make contact. Absolutely. And then the second thing is write up a list of all your questions and concerns. Absolutely. Lots yeah. of time when you go in, you get nervous and you forget. Sure. You know, and and, uh, and again, I'll, I'll say this, and I, I set it up front, but this is, you know, uh, not every college campus has an LGBTQ resource center. Um, that may be an indication if there isn't one that it's not the campus for you. Uh, it, they, it just may be a school that is not uh, informed and educated on the experience, may not have a lot of personnel uh, with the shared background, and it just may not be a place where you feel as visible and welcome and included. Uh, so that's a, that's a great first thing to look for when you're just sort of vetting a campus and saying, what do they have for me? Uh, and, and, and that's another good starting point if you have questions. You know, reach out to campus LGBTQ resource centers and ask what they have, what they offer, what kind of uh, support you get there. And uh, I think the better that those uh, that, that those centers answer your questions and make you feel comfortable, uh, the better an indication that they have a meaningful role on campus. And another point you may want to consider is find out if you can who has already graduated from that school? Absolutely. Alumni organizations, and, and uh, I imagine that there's, there are no shortage of schools with positive, inclusive backgrounds that have uh, LGBTQ alumni groups. Uh, reach out and find out what their experience has been. Because it will make a big difference if you get a positive rating for that Absolutely. school rather than just taking on faith that everything is going to work out happily ever after. Correct. Yep. You have to do your research. And again, you know, these are things that are true for every single student, regardless of what you're looking for. Um, you know, it's in the case of LGBTQ students, it's, it's simply identifying what you're looking for and, and presu presuming that inclusivity will be one of the key factors. Uh, in our view, uh, inclusivity is an indicator of excellence anyway. So, uh, I think that's something that, uh, you know, students, students uh, of any background should take comfort in. You know, that a truly excellent school will be inherently inclusive. Exactly. So once you've done all this and you've done your applications and you get them in, I would suggest before you go, though, to visit the campus and see Absolutely. whether or not you feel comfortable there, whether your parents are with you or you take a best friend. Yeah, you know, you go to a campus and I think you can get a, a strong vibe for uh, is this a, a progressive place? Is it more conservative here? You know, do I get the side eye from people or do I feel comfortable and welcome, you know? And these things are important. You might think it's a waste of time, but when I was applying for college, my father dragged me up to every single college I applied to. And guess what? I was really glad that he did because it gives you a better feeling of whether or not you feel comfortable on campus, period. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. Listen, I I don't know anybody that would rent an apartment for a year without checking it first, right? Right. You spend, you spend four years at a college campus, you better get a good look at it. 
Yes, and not only do you need a good uh, a good look at it, but go into the dormitories and talk to the kids there. Absolutely. Because parents aren't there. I mean, you can leave them down the foyer. You know, it's really easy. Oh, could you stay here, Dad? Sure. Why? Whatever. I mean, they went through the same thing, so they shouldn't forget. And you go up there and you talk to them and say, okay, tell me the truth. What's it like here? How are you treated? Absolutely. And, and, and these are things that you really do need to know and consider. I mean, when I went to school, don't laugh, we had to keep the door open, keep one foot in the floor to prove we weren't down in the bed doing French kissing. <laughs> sure. Okay? But times have changed. And that's sure, the other were, thing. They were a little less strict about that at Rutgers in, in the 2000s. Oh, well, you know, I went to school in the um, hmm, early, early 70s, so that dates me a bit. But I think people understand they need to do these kind of things or at least be aware of them and find out what the rules of the dorm is. Is it a co-ed dorm? Is it a one-sex dorm? Where does that put you? Would they be upset if somebody of the same sex was found in your room? Hey. Uh, you know, and uh, housing is another important thing to bring up because this is another area where uh, the regional and state policies can have a, a really big impact. Uh, you know, what degree of housing discrimination is permitted or prohibited within the context of the state? You can have a pretty big exp uh, impact on, on whether you are vulnerable to discrimination in housing or harassment or bullying or anything else of that nature uh, without protection. So that's another reason why it's important to, to understand the policies and the laws and just the political culture where you expect to find yourself. Uh, and, and also on the opposite end of the spectrum, that if you desire this experience, uh, there are definitely campuses that offer LGBTQ housing. Uh, and, and so, you know, you may want to find out what that scenario is. Some schools do roommate matching as well, and that may be desirable. Uh, so these are all things that you want to know. What, you know, you want to know about the housing scenario and the options, uh, both on campus and, and, you know, within the context of the local policy and culture. And one other thing to mention, if you decide to get involved in a sorority, or the other one, what's it called? Whatever. Um, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Sure. These, these folks have very questionable tempers. So we, we actually, um, you know, listed uh, in our resources, uh, which I would also encourage anybody who's getting started to check out at thebestschools.org. Uh, you know, we have a couple of resources to help you uh, choose and to sort of understand what the laws are and what the discrimination risks are. Um, we do mention, and we drew this uh, also from Campus Pride, uh, that there are national uh, fraternity and sorority organizations uh, that can help you either connect to uh, LGBTQ sorority or fraternity on your campus uh, or even help to initiate a chapter if you feel one is needed and, and can service the community. Uh, so, you know, in every respect, there is a way to shape your experience at everything you want out of college and university, but, but as, as you have stressed, it's really important to do your research up front in order to have that experience. Yes. I mean, uh, when we went to school again, they didn't have a lot of these things that you were talking about. And you were, if you were just a little bit different, you ran the risk of getting yourself thoroughly beaten up or ostracized 
or worse. So sure. take and, advantage. And, you know, the unfortunate thing right now is that we are, you know, so it should be noted that especially, you know, with college age, traditional college age students, the level of acceptance for LGBTQ students or individuals in general has grown exponentially from generation to generation. Uh, so, you know, it's not necessarily, I mean, most campuses you'll find yourself on, you know, this is a visible and well-accepted uh, community. Um, but we are living in, in a time where protections are diminishing. So incidences like that still happen, of course. And depending on where you are, you may have protection or recourse or you may not. And that's really important to be aware of. Absolutely. So, Dave, would you like to sum up everything that we've spoken about? Uh, well, you know, just the best way I can sum it up is to say uh, know what kind of experience you want. Uh, do your research. And you have a right to have an education in a place where you feel safe and welcome and allowed to be yourself. Uh, so, you know, you can go to thebestschools.org. Uh, check out our resources and, and see the advice we have, and you can even check out some of the individual schools that we think are a good spot for you. Uh, and uh, other than that, oh, I did want to follow up. Uh, I know last month we spoke and, and we had uh, uh, released a, a number of resources for uh, undocumented students as well. Uh, I wanted to mention that we'll be publishing Spanish translations of those soon. Uh, so just I want your audience to know if, uh, if you wanted to follow up on that. Uh, we've been expanding that, and we'll also be adding additional resources, especially for parents of LGBTQ students, to to this section that we've just published. Uh, so visit and check out everything we have to offer, and we do think it should be very helpful to people. I thank you for bringing us on the update. I think that's important because it's just not white kids who have transgender. Uh, Hispanics have it as well, although they although they keep it closer to the vest because in their society it really is taboo. Sure. So we try to provide everybody with everything that they need to do. So before we go away and stray, Marshall Prouse had this to say in 1919, a powerful idea communicates some of its power to the man who contradicts it. If you wish to hear this interview all over again with Dave, you can go over to https forward slash, colon forward slash forward slash passionateworldtalkradio.com. Click on host, scroll down to cool your heels, and you'll find it there. You will also find it or hear it next Tuesday, the 11th of June, on amfm247.com from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern. You'll also hear it on iTunes, iHeart, Smart Players smart TVs, and all the social media. So, Dave, thank you once again for coming back and discussing this. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, and till next time.